What's up, world? Me and my friend Ryan, we had a nice uh, conversation the other day. We touched on a lot of topics, and I hope that you really enjoy it. So without further ado, I bring to you one more again, the Tim Shady Show. I hope you enjoy it. Take care. What's up, my man? How are you? I'm all right, man. How about you? Man, you know, it's another wonderful day in Atlanta. We got some rain this morning. It uh, It's all wet on the outside. <laughs> Gotta so, love it, man. I do love it. It waters the plants. So, Dick, congratulations on the new job. Um, thank I, you, thank you. We've known each other for, you know, quite some time. Um, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant individual, talented cook, um, very methodical. 17 mm. years doing this, so I really yeah. applaud that. You know, um, not too thank many people you, have you. my number when it comes to years in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was um, busting tables. I was busting tables at 14, and I was working a Texas Roadhouse at 16. Ah, oh, man, you must hate that fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's not the song that got annoying. It was the fact that all the servers would have to stop what they're doing and go out there and do that. And I've got food dying in the window. And then I've got checks piling up because they're out there doing, um, you know, just dancing along. It's like the, the habitual birthday song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so what, what we um, do need to talk about, because I know you can explain this very well, um, um, in terms of um, uh, COVID-related um, uh, food service issues, and okay. you already know where I'm going to, um, essentially, uh, there's a lot of, 60% of small businesses are estimated to just be closed forever. And I'm pretty sure that the majority of that includes uh, restaurants, um, probably mainly, if not half, you know, um, the thing about that um, is, is not only like the lack of the lack of willing clientele and, and regulations and all of these issues. I mean, how do you, uh, what's your perspective in general? Um, so the restaurant I was at pre COVID closed because of COVID and then didn't reopen. Now, granted, that was the building going up on rent and things were changing anyway, but we were closed because that was what Georgia made us do. And then it just wasn't worth it to open back up. Now, yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of places that do that. There's a lot of mom and pops that don't have the ability to weather this storm you know this is and that's all it really is it's just going to be a you know it's going to be a things are going to be weird for a while everyone's going to tiptoe around and figure out how everyone else is okay with them doing it but it's just going to take a minute and then you know the things that have changed the the chefs wearing masks um you know, like if, if you're in an open kitchen and the guests can see you, you have to wear a mask. Well, what if I'm in a closed kitchen and the guests can't see me? You know, I'm, I'm still cooking. Or in the, in the 16, 17 years I've been doing this, we've never worn a mask. But we always washed our hands. We always took care of the food and made sure it wasn't in a time temperature danger zone. We always made sure there was no cross-contamination. Like kitchens and restaurants have been doing this healthy thing forever. This is how we, we operate. But now that the government is getting involved or that people are worried about it, it seems like it's getting ultra scrutinized and looked at for, for what? You know, like if, if everyone else is doing their part to keep healthy and keep clean, and I've been doing my part to keep healthy and keep clean, then, then let me be. Quit giving me more restrictions, you know? That's that's how I've felt about it. I I've, mean, also, I've also had trouble, like I was saying a little while ago, like I've had trouble with making orders or keeping a par of product that we keep in-house and use on a daily basis. Because I know what we do on a normal Tuesday, 
And if I'm ordering for Wednesday, I, I normally know, but nowadays numbers have been so sporadic that we don't know what to order. And if we do order it, we're not even 100% sure that the purveyors are going to have it. And beef is through the damn roof right now. I mean, beef is... <laughs> the price has just gone up, up, and up, uh, and up. Yeah. It's like Tesla stock. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And it's it's getting crazier. So I, I'm I'm a little angry about the whole situation, but I'm also like, you know what? I didn't cause it. I didn't, you know, we didn't start this fire. But, you know... Well, do we'll you be feel in- like that's normally the the case with restaurants though? Like we don't start anything. You know, we, we cook food for people, we're servicing people. Right. So and we've been doing it for millennia. We've been doing this forever. As long as people been have been hungry, awesome. there's been people that don't know how to cook and we handle them. Or that don't want to, you know. Right, or don't want to. Or they have the ability to do something that I'm not good at and don't want to. So I'm cool with that. That's yeah. been my, that's been my mantra since I've started cooking is, you know, I might not be able to go out and cure cancer, but if my effort, my energy to cook you a meal and you go out and cure cancer, then I felt like I had a help in curing cancer. I love that approach. Yeah. yeah. That I mean that in my opinion that's also you know um, kind of like an anthill, you know, or like a beehive. You know, we're talking about societies, right? Know? Not everyone does the exact same thing. There there are rules, you know, and it's all somewhat intertwined. And I feel like you know, um, I feel like a lot of people may um, for forget or, or or not recognize or not you know not even dive that deep into it but you know it's it's all interconnected i mean i need the cashier at the you know at, at the the 7-eleven right know, uh to you know so so i can like purchase my my um my, my drink you know yeah so or, that you can get a monster so that you can get on your way to work well, I don't do those. Uh, they just upset my stomach. But yeah, so I can grab like a Gatorade or something, you know. Right. But I, I do need that. You know, the same way that like I need the guy who's driving the the that big ass gas tank, you know, a couple hundred miles, thousands right. of miles, you know, so I can fuel up my vehicle, so I can get to work, so I can cook for people, so they can, you know, be fed, so they can... Yeah, have some nourishment for the next day. Exactly. It's a symbiosis. It's a, it's a symbiotic, you know, like you have to scratch my back so that I can scratch your back so that we can scratch each other's back. You know, the, the, exactly. And, and, you know, the funny thing is there's, there, due to all of this, I, I really hope that a lot of eyes may have opened. Um, I'm not going to say that I was like a very big Medicare for all person, although I do understand like, you know, if you're able to go get like a yearly checkup without having to pay too much and you can afford it, you know, you're, you're not going to have, you know, you're not going to end up in these like uh, deadly situations where all of a sudden you need a transplant and you never knew that it just happened because you passed out and, side of a supermarket you know um for just that medical example now you know we're kind of you know when this all first started we're all kind of seeing like the health of others affects the next person and the next person which is very similar to what we're talking about about our society in general how it's symbiotic and how one person affects the other you know i don't want to sound too out there or anything like that but just my two cents you know no and and i agree i see with you you know like it's 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 all i don't know i guess it's golden rule you know treat them how you want to be treated oh yeah or you know but it's i think a late a lot lately is um there's just too much fear of it like it's just it's been too many people have been wrapped up in the hype of hearing it you know, 24 hours a day on news channels, 24 hours a day that they don't really see what's going on. They're just getting this picture 
of what's been portrayed for them and we're becoming sheeple and just believing it well and it's 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 rough for us as industry or it's rough for people in general who just don't know about another industry you know i don't really know what's going on in the house building industry right now (laughs) doesn't doesn't mean i can tell them how to swing a hammer i agree i agree but i mean we have to admit that when we're uh, well first of all I mean, we have to, everyone has to come to terms uh, with the fact that like, you know, news channels, news companies, at the end of the day, they're a business. Right. They they are trying to make money. And what what makes, excuse me, what makes money in America? Sex, drugs, and violence. Yeah. If you, if you watch, uh, uh, what's, uh, what's Gordon Ramsay's thing? Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. If you watch that in the American style in America, it, it's loud, crazy music and cursing and all sorts of things. But if you watch the BBC version based in England, it's a lot more calm. It's a lot more uh, It's about the food. Driven. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about the food driven. and not the yeah. drama. Exactly. But what sells <laughs> sex, drugs, and violence, you know? Right. Um, it's... So, Go ahead. It doesn't sell in America like that. People, people just want to see the yelling and the screaming and the the upset and such. And yeah, that's there. But some of us also want to see what the food industry is doing or how another place is working. Or hey, man, we have that machine. Oh, look, look what they're doing with it. We could do that too. But no, yeah. they would rather see about who's. Oh, well, why is he yelling at him? You know, it's, it's, it's like people who watch football trying to, to be the quarterback on Monday. What is that? You know, Monday quarterback. Yep. You don't, don't tell me how to do my job if you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you going to sit around and watch all these guys play football, but you can't run a four, you can't run a 440, but you're going <laughs> to complain about it? <clears throat> there's, there's also a reason why Monday morning quarterback like that term is you know it's a a little bit more yeah I'm here I'm here okay what I'm saying though is there's a reason why that term Monday morning quarterback is 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 more of an example for a lot more things than football and you did touch base with it you know it's very very easy to say this is what I would have done you're reviewing the past you're not reviewing the present you feel me? Right. So, you know, for someone to for someone to say, "Oh, well, this is what I would do in this situation." It's very hard to say what you will actually do in that situation. Exactly. Know, because it, it it didn't happen for you, it happened for someone else. Now exactly. you're reviewing it, you're passing the judgment, you're saying what you're 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 I don't want to say jumping on your high horse, but you know, you're, you're saying, Oh, this is what I feel would have been logical. But if you weren't there in that moment, then you really can't say what you would have done. You don't know. I mean, and this goes on throughout history, you know, think about it. Like uh, Richard Pryor had a great joke about like people talking about uh, being, you know, uh, talking about uh, uh, being in like a Nazi concentration camp. Man, if I was in there, I would have told those Germans. And then he goes, right. man, you wouldn't have told them shit. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. It's easier to say, like, why didn't he do this? Why didn't he? He should have done that. Why didn't he shut down schools earlier? Why didn't we, you know, oh. go back to work earlier? Or why not? Why didn't we? There's all these possibilities. And it's it's real easy to look at it afterwards and say, well, why didn't we? Well, we didn't. <laughs> And this is what we did do, and this is what we got. Well, see, that's why that's why what I, what I've been trying to do recently, as far as um in, in terms of news headlines, is more or less like not listen so much to reporters, but listen to economists. Because okay, uh, well, if you can hear me out, though, economists they don't they they may listen to like the news or whatever, but they're not basing their their facts on the news per se they're basing it on statistics they're basing it on percentages data charts what have you you know real 
real tangible numbers. Exactly. You know, not so much like, oh, this is what's going on. And I mean, you know, we we could talk about the the we could talk about the protests, we could talk about the election. And 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 speaking of like what what I'm very, very disappointed about at this moment, if we want to dive into this, if you don't want to, that's fine. But uh-huh. I, I do feel that it's so disappointing to me that like most of the time what you hear about the the upcoming election is only about the president. There's no right. mention of, of local races. There's no mention of this is my senator and he's doing this. This is my um, member of the House of Representatives that's doing this. This is we elect we elect coroners for crying out loud. There's no <laughs> there's no background check. There's there's no appoint. Uh, uh, appointment. It's based right. upon vote. Like even even like sheriffs and what have you, judges at the local level are appointed by votes, and we don't talk about this. This is stuff that we learned through shitty public education Way that shitty. most of us forgot or didn't pay attention to. You know, but like changing shit at the local level is the way that Colorado now has legalized it's- weed. You it's know? a lot of education, too. And, like, so, yeah, I feel you. Everyone wants to look at the boss at the top and say, what's wrong? Why aren't you doing anything? And, well, usually the boss doesn't have his his fingers on the pulse or he's not in the trenches as much as everyone else or the well, lower levels, like the lieutenants. Really the, boss. the lieutenants, the sergeants, the, the people that, you know, you're supposed to go through chain of command. If you have a problem, you don't call the president and say, hey, my electricity's out. No, you, you go up the chain of command. And I, I think lately a lot of it has been skipped and a lot of blame has been shifted way up the hill or way up the chain of command without looking at, like you said, electing locals. Who's your governor? Who's your mayor? Who's, who's your, your uh, city council? Do you know any of those people? Do you know how to get in touch with any of those people? And maybe those people have a stronger voice than you and have the ability to actually get your voice and opinion to the next level. And to who's somebody. Your attorney general. Right, right. Who's your district attorney? Yep. They do they do important stuff. You know, a lot of people don't want to mess with it because it's oh, it's courts and jail and blah blah blah. Your district attorney has his his finger on everything he's talking to the governor about everything well you know the funny thing though is is when we talk about like things like jail um i I, i'm not sure about your criminal record but i've gone to jail enough times to know that uh the people that talk about jail don't know what the fuck they're talking about no they've never done any time They've never no, done any time. They've never had I've to done... try to visit someone. They've never had to try to uh, give money for commissary. They, they, to put money on the no, books, yeah. They, they've had no interaction with this. And they just think, like, oh, jail is jail. But no, I mean, there's a lot of inhumane things that happen that are not talked about. And it's ridiculous. I could go on and on about it. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, it, it's not... I don't want to get too deep into that, but all I'm saying though is, is, is that's just one example of, I hate to say it, but people talking out their asses about things that they don't really know about. And it's very sad because I would love, I would love for people to be educated about the things that they talk about. And I'm not the brightest person in the world. I don't research everything, but at the same time, I always do try I listen to some conservative things and I listen to some independent things and I listen to some, you know, uh, uh, left wing things, what have you. And right. then I try to form my own opinion. You know, That's what um, you're supposed to do. You're supposed to absorb a bunch of everybody like a, like with a recipe. If you follow a recipe to the T and it doesn't one. work and it comes out and it tastes like crap, you know, whose fault is that? Or. Are you going to say, hey, man, this doesn't work. Let's try something else. Let's tweak it. Let's work on it. Let's make it a little better here, a little different there. And we can make this taste good. It's the, I don't know. I, I believe, I, I believe what you're trying to say and what I agree is um, 
we've become too many sheep like the word the... okay yeah so yeah we've become i think just too much of a of a a sheeple everyone's willing to just listen to or oh this is what i saw on facebook oh you know my my, my dozen friends have shared this and reposted it and I this is this just on how Twitter. I and they're they're on one idea when they should be taking everyone's ideas and making their own forming your own plot on it i do agree um for example um let me try to pull this up for a second uh um damn i really hope i can find it uh Uh, here it is and i'm i'm pulling it up right now if you uh, and look I'm, i'm not a big fan of the word sheeple yeah oh no i'm i i see it happen daily well, yeah, but the thing is, like, words are so, we're, well, rather, words can be very um, misdirecting. For okay. example, you know, you say one thing, it's interpreted as something else. You For know, sure. Um, uh, the problem is we're speaking the way that um, we feel is necessary to say, or it, it sounds good in, in one thing, but at the same time, we decline and this is just human tendency uh, based upon like the ability for us to explore and learn and understand language. You know, you say one thing and all of, especially nowadays, it's interpreted as something else. You yeah. Know? Um, it, it, for example, if somebody was brought back from the grave uh, from 1960 or 1950 rather, and they refer to a black person as a colored person, you would be like, what the fuck is wrong with your racist ass? Oh, right, right, <laughs> right. You know, or so, even so, a Negro. Like, you can't oh, say that. Dude, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, uh, you could say it if you speak Spanish, or if, if, <laughs> you're, in, if you're in Peru, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but check this out. So the headline of what I'm talking about is uh, with a word of Tamil, Kamala Harris boosts her fan base in India. Huh. Now, I don't know if you follow, but we're talking about one of the most corrupt people in the fucking Senate. There's plenty of them. Don't get me wrong. We have what? Over a hundred senators. They're all fucking corrupt. Oh, yeah. But this one is blatantly corrupt. And the fucked up part about it, though, is that she's a horrible liar. You look at somebody like Bush, Reagan, Obama, even Trump, like they lie decently. They don't have like <laughs> a, they don't have a tell. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she has like this crazy telltale. You know, it's like <laughs> playing po- you play poker with someone. And yeah. They know and you they can, have a shit yeah. hand. And call them out, and you hear that Joker laugh, ha, 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 ha. or that little tick, or that little smile. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but but specifically with her, that fucking laugh. Like this is what I'm disturbed about. Um, and I mean, look, dude, you know me, man. I don't give a fuck who anybody is. Prefer, like, you know that if anything, I'm more anti-white people than. <laughs> <laughs> most fucking people that I know, you know, um, but like, we're talking about a very horrible fucking person, Kamala Harris. She kept people locked up in, in prison when marijuana became legal and their charges were marijuana offenses, nonviolent offenses. That's horrible. There's people locked up because they can't pay their child support. Like, they're, they're, How they're do you people, want me to earn people. more money to pay you if I'm locked up? So now I'm costing you double amount of money because you're paying to keep me locked up and I still can't pay you. Well, a lot of that is due to the 94 crime bill, which was written for Joe Biden or from Joe Biden. Right. And by the way, I'm not pro Trump. I'm not. You know, yeah. But I will say I can't blame him for serving three and a half years for enforcing the bills that have been written for the past, I don't know, 40 fucking years. 
Right, I play, right. I can't, I can't push that on him. His job, tell is, his job is to enforce the law. If you really check it out, like what his executive powers are, what, what the executive branch is supposed to do, they're right. supposed to enforce the laws passed by Congress. And Congress has passed shitty laws for a very long time. So how can you blame the guy who's enforcing it? it it's like you Okay, it's like your mom says, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. And then your dad beats your ass because you didn't follow your mom's rules. You can't blame your dad really for no. that because like your mom was the one who made the rules. You know, I said maybe, I said. maybe they were right or wrong. Maybe that's a bad analogy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all in who. It's perception, I think. What's up, dude? Yep. Yo, fish. 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 Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we've become... I think just too much of a of a a sheeple. Everyone's willing to just listen to or oh, this is what I saw on Facebook. Oh, you know, my, my, my dozen friends have shared this and reposted it and I this saw is this just on how Twitter. Feel. And they're they're on one idea when they should be taking everyone's ideas and making their own. Forming your own plot on it. I do agree. Um, for example, um, let me try to pull this up for a second. All right. Um, damn, I really hope I can find it. All right. uh, here it is, and I'm I'm pulling it up right now. If you uh, and look, I'm I'm not a big fan of the word sheeple. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I I see it happen daily. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, words are so. Word, well, rather, words can be very um, misdirecting. For okay. example, you know, you say one thing, it's interpreted as something else. You For know, sure. Um, uh, the problem is we're speaking the way that um, we feel is necessary to say or it, it sounds good in, in one thing. But at the same time, we decline. And this is just human tendency uh, based upon like the ability for us to explore and learn and understand language. You know, you say one thing and all of, especially nowadays, it's interpreted as something else. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it, for example, if somebody was brought back from the grave uh, from 1960, or 1950 rather, and they refer to a black person as a colored person, you would be like, what the fuck is wrong with your racist ass? Oh, right, right, <laughs> right. You know, or so, even so, a Negro. Like, you can't oh, say that. You, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, uh, you could say it if you speak Spanish, or if, if you're in, <laughs> if you're in Peru, right. you know. Yeah. Um, but check this out. So the headline of what I'm talking about is... Uh, with a word of Tamil, Kamala Harris boosts her fan base in India. Huh. Now, I don't know if you follow, but we're talking about one of the most corrupt people in the fucking Senate. There's plenty of them. Don't get me wrong. We yeah. have what? Over 100 senators. They're all fucking corrupt. Oh, yeah. But this one is blatantly corrupt. And the fucked up part about it, though, is that she's a horrible liar. You look at somebody like Bush, Reagan, Obama, even Trump. Like, 
they lie decently. They don't have like <laughs> a they don't have a tell. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she has like this crazy telltale. You know, it's like playing po- <laughs> you play poker with someone. And yeah, they know and you they can, have a shit you know. hand. You call them out and you hear that Joker laugh. <laughs> or that little tick or that little smile. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but but specifically with her, that fucking laugh. Like this is what I'm disturbed about. Um and I mean, look, dude, you know me, man. I don't give a fuck who anybody is. Prefer, like, you know that if anything, I'm more anti-white people than <laughs> most fucking <laughs> people that I know, you know. Um, but, like, we're talking about a very horrible fucking person, Kamala Harris. She kept people locked up in, in prison when marijuana became legal and their charges were marijuana offenses, nonviolent offenses. That's horrible. There's people locked up because they can't pay their child support. Like, how do you want me to earn more money to pay you if I'm locked up? So now I'm costing you double amount of money because you're paying to keep me locked up and I still can't pay you. Well, a lot of that is due to the 94 crime bill, which was written for Joe Biden or from Joe Biden. Right. And by the way, I'm not pro-Trump. I'm not. You know. Yeah. But I will say I can't blame him for serving three and a half years for enforcing the bills that have been written for the past I don't know forty fucking years. Right. I right. I can't. I can't push that on him. His job. Is, him. His job is to enforce the law. If you really check it out. Like what his executive powers are, what what the executive branch is supposed to do. They're right. supposed to enforce the laws passed by Congress. And Congress has passed shitty laws for a very long time. So how can you blame the guy who's enforcing it? it it's like you Okay, it's like your mom says don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. And then your dad beat your ass because you didn't follow your mom's rules. You can't blame your dad really for no. that because like your mom was the one who made the rules. You know? I feel maybe, you. I feel maybe you. they were right or wrong. Maybe that's a bad analogy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all in who... It's perception, I think. Yeah, man. So, um... Yeah, what we've talked about has covered a lot of ground. Um, Let's wrap this up with a a very, I don't want to say simple question, but let's just throw the ball in your court, right? Okay. You have a magic wand or absolute power over, I don't know, Atlanta, Georgia, the United States, the world. You take your pick. Um what do we do to not fix every issue, but the things that we've talked about, you know, right. What's, what's the next step? Yeah. If you had absolute power to fix this. And I mean, are we, before you even do that, are we only talking Atlanta inside the perimeter? Are we talking Georgia? Are we talking the world, the United States? Let's, let's, Let's talk world. I don't, I don't mind solving the world's problems. There you go, man. Yeah, it's a responsibility issue. I think I think a lot of what's going on is a lot of what my dad taught me is responsibility. You've got to, you know, like, all right. Yeah. um, Your race is holding my race down. Well, what can I do about that besides causing more havoc or mayhem? Or what can I do about that to actually make myself better and and work towards something or 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 not expect somebody to do something to make my life better you there i like that yeah yeah, i like that you know what i'm saying it's like it's not your job to make my life good it's my job to make my well-being if you know um, if I don't like my situation, 
It's not on you to change it for me. Um, the, the, the boondocks had that great quote about the whole R. Kelly thing. If she didn't like getting peed on, she'd move. You know? <laughs> if, if, you don't yeah. like, if you don't like your current situation, do something about it. But do something the way it's supposed to be done. Do something the right way. You know, if you don't like your teacher in school, you don't just stop going to school. You go talk to your administrators. You go figure out a way that it could work instead of, I'm just done. The heck with this. They're not doing it my way. It's not about your way. It's about the way that it's supposed to work for everybody. It's supposed to. I, I really like that. I yeah. feel like that's a very intelligent way it's to put a, it. it. You need more response, more self-responsibility. And I mean, you get a lot of what, what really scares me about all this is what the next generation is going to learn from all of this. Well, you know, what I, you know, to, to, kids going to turn out like because of all of this. Well, I, I will say this though. Um, how old are you again? Thirty-seven. I'm sorry. Hold on. What? I, I'm thirty-six. I'm turning thirty-seven this year. Yeah, I'm thirty-two, and there's a good chance that we read from the same fucking history book. Oh yeah, we studied from the same history book five years apart i don't remember reading about uh the iraq war under hw uh-uh. do you it, it was it was too new at that point i don't remember reading too much about the end of the cold war right um it the berlin wall was in... even just the berlin wall was barely mentioned when i went through school oh yeah and there were like there was graffiti on the wall and then there was like homemade graffiti from the book that right. I was issued. You know what I mean? Like people just was like, fuck it. We graffiti on this wall. You know, I'm looking in the book and I'm just going to draw shit on it. You know, like that's a big fucking problem. It we're is. not learning about current shit when we're 16 to 18 years old in public school. Fuck it. We're taking calculus and trigonometry and algebra, mm-hmm. but we're not learning how to apply APRs correctly. How to file your taxes. Dude, you Dude. don't even know how many <laughs> thousands of dollars that would have or, or like how to, how to fill out your taxes for a new job. The ones and zeros, no one explains that to you. I have to literally, if I, if, if I find a new fucking job, I have to ask someone who knows more than me about this. Like no, no dependents, no property. Uh, do I put a one, a zero? What do I do? I'm, I'm, I'm Fred fucking Flintstone. Am I, am I a dependent of myself or who's, who's, who's my dependent? Yeah. Do I get, you say it wrong and you're fucked over. Exactly. Don't know. It's on you for not knowing. Well, who the fuck taught me? No Not one. a goddamn person. Exactly. Yeah. That's the wild shit. Anyways, look, my man, like fish. I noticed it, but here what's funny is I notice a lot of it in the kitchen too. Um, and I've I, I noticed it a lot because I've picked up RC cars lately. I've been doing a lot of that. But mm. it's people who know who don't like to then share their knowledge. Or they do, but they then look at you like, why don't you know? Like if you tell uh the stock and they come back with all the mirepoix and have dumped out the stock and you say what's wrong with you blah 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 blah, blah. They, they didn't know you never taught them and you didn't even take it as an opportunity to teach them i you, love that I, I love the way you just want to do it you know if you say well why, here's your penalty for not filling out your taxes right then next year i'm going to say fuck you i don't want to do any taxes you know, I just yeah. didn't know. So now you're charging me more for not explaining this to me when I was in school, right? When I, school and I'm paying for public taxes. Yeah. And I, you're not helping me do this. It makes no sense. Yeah. And you're giving me, you, you're entrapping me essentially. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Fucking amazing. It's, it's, oh, fucking dude, it, it's outlandish. It, it's some Zoolander shit. But here's the thing. thing. I try not to bitch about it too much. I try not to 
But uh, we we all have to point this out. I feel like it has to be pointed out, though. I mean, you're not bitching at all. No, no, no. You you're just stating facts. My my point to it being though, I'm not out at rallies. I'm not calling my local governor or you know I'm not taking that responsibility to try and change things. But I'm also not bitching about it when they don't change. I'm not. Oh my God, they're they're taking away our jobs or you know the the white man's holding me down or um you know whatever because i'm i don't bitch about or complain about these things because i'm not actually involved in trying to change them now can i ask you though do you feel that the system would be a little bit better if people like you and myself uh bitched about it to the people that are the ones doing these things. Oh yeah, adding a voice would always help. Adding. Do you a think vo- that we should be doing this? Because we're we're also not the first person. If somebody else has put the idea in your head, there, that means there's multiple people trying to do the same thing. So I agree. You should then back those people who are actually trying to do something. If I'm not out there talking to my governor, senator, calling up and, and um, organizing rallies and protests and demonstrations. Oh, fuck, the, fuck, fuck, fuck all of that kind of stuff. If we can just take it back to just calling the governor or yeah. sending an email. I write mean, a letter. I feel like that – yeah, write a letter. God I damn, like you know sends, nowadays? I feel like that sends a, a, a very strong indication of where you are on your vote. And especially if you can have other people sign off on it. Also, I mean, we're talking about that is the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. One person pretty much like scribble that shit down with a with a feather and everyone else signed off on it. Well, he had an he had an idea and he got enough people to say, hey, your idea is right. Why don't we get enough more people to agree upon this and then everybody agrees on it. You get more understanding and more um, representation. I guess. Reinforcement. Right, right. It, it becomes more uh, acceptable. Um, the collective agrees upon. So. Yeah, I, I, it's pretty, pretty fucking. Wrong, right? I wish education comes with responsibility, you know. And then you got to have and like I like this idea because I'm a, I'm a big gun proponent. I'm totally with educate everybody about a gun, teach them how to use it correctly, and then let them have the choice on whether they want to or not. Well, you um, know what's so funny is that like after all this quarantine shit, like as soon as the quarantine hit. Like gun sales went through the goddamn roof, right? You know what I mean. And, and bullets you, and, and the you, price went ridiculously sky high. And you have to you have to accept the fact that there was a lot of people that were like, "You shouldn't own a gun." And then as soon as this shit happened, they were hitting up their pro gun people, their pro gun friends. Hey man, what the you- fuck do I buy a gun? What's the process? What do I do? Right. <laughs> right. They were blown away by it. Now they were now, like, "This is necessary." Story. My my view and the way I was raised was with education. I was shooting twenty two rifles with my dad at the age of six, and we took a twelve pack of RC cola, and he shook one and he shot it. And he said, "You see that? <laughs> this little twenty two does all of that destruction." And I was blown away, and I've yeah. learned to respect and appreciate guns, but it's a tool. Education and knowledge is the key, right? You know, like if you can show somebody, look, this is how you do this, but this is how you do this with a, with better intellect. Right. You know, you can do it like a caveman or you can do this as the most intelligent being in existence in this planet, you know? Right, exactly. Which exactly. one are you going to choose? It's it's all about education, but it's about education 
from a lot of different sources. You can't just take one person as your your mantra, as your deity on um, some sort of idea or education. You have to pull from multiple sources to then get your to oh, to make your own opinion. Yeah, I'm all Damn. about that. I'm about educate yourself, make yourself smarter. And don't just be like, well, that's just how it is. I, I, I'm not a big one on using slang in text or actually spelling words correctly. I like that. People call me a grammar Nazi or a grammar police. You know what? We have good English for a reason. You know, we have, we have proper English for a reason so that you can not look like a fool. I agree. I mean, how, how many messages do I send you? Uh, right. that, that that don't have periods at the end of every text message or or yeah. some sort of punctuation, you know. And I'm 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 guilty of it too. I'll use slang. I'll type out wanna w a n n a. Do you wanna go do something? Well, well, it's slang. But I know how to put t o o, or I know which there to use, and that way it it. <laughs> It conveys the message exactly correctly no i get that man and, and don't get me wrong you know the funny thing is um the restaurant industry is always played down so to speak you know as far as you know um unintelligent no skills add this or that into it but the how would you put it? The the intelligence that exists within it. We're talking about people who serve tables eight out right. of ten times have a degree in something. You know, be it right, you know, right. they have some sort of formal education. Yeah, yeah, but 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 they're. I mean, even the serv uh, the servers are more educated than the cooks half the time, but. The cooks understand science without even taking science classes. Uh-huh. You know, that's incredible. We're, we are the waterbenders. You know, you remember <laughs> airbender? We're, we're waterbender. When, when you bake, you remove water from something. When you well, saute... When you cook in general, you're removing yeah. water from something. Water. Unless you're poaching or, or steaming. Even then, it's the controlling of how much water gets in or how much water gets out. When you brine something, that's osmosis. That's getting water in or out. You're controlling water within the cell. And that's the other, you know, like when people cut into a medium steak and that little bit of hemoglobin, that red hemoglobin. Thank you, that's hemoglobin. Water. Yes. It's not it's blood. Just water. It's not blood. No. No. It's, it's, it's oxidized iron in a water cell that carries that color. It's, it's water. Shut, shut up and eat your steak. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I've never been able to put that. That's where your flavor is. This poor cow did not die for you to cook all the flavor out of and cover in ketchup. (laughs) And chomp Uh, on it. Like it was a shoelace. Stop eating well done steak. Medium well if you really need it. Oh, even there. Poor cow did not give his life up for you to cover him in Heinz 57. You know? I really feel like there are Hindus in India that would torture people more for eating mid well and, and well done steak. Then they would yeah. rare steak. <laughs> oh. oh man. My, the, biggest, the biggest one that gets me every time is when you send out a well done steak and they send it back to get cooked more. Oh. Oh. You, what are you doing to this piece of charcoal? Let me give you my shoe. You could chew oh. on that. 
I, I'm gonna tell you about the time that I deep fried a New York steak. Well done. It was a 16 ounce. I'll tell you about that later. Oof, yeah, because <laughs> they Oof. specifically asked, please don't put it in the fryer. And at that point, 16 ounces. What the fuck else can I do? Yeah, I could put it in the oven and you could come have it for lunch tomorrow. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But yo, um, uh, straight. (laughs) Yo, I've had people, we could duck at the restaurant and I've had people ask for well done duck before. Duck breast, duck breast, not duck thigh, not no no dark meat, but like duck breast. Duck breast. Well done. Well done. Jesus fucking Christ, man. It's something else. Anyways, man, look, you got things to do. I've kept you. Yeah, long. man, I got I got to get showered and ready for work. You got anything that you want to bring up, you know, just for anybody listening? I mean, you know, just if, yeah, if they're listening still at this point, right on, more power <laughs> to you. <laughs> but I mean, just share your knowledge. Everybody knows, some, like, that's one thing I've learned as I've gotten older is you might not know how to do everything. And you definitely don't know how to do everything. But somebody else knows how to do something you don't know. Make them your friend. Make them your accomplice because they're going to help you do something you don't know how to do. And you're definitely going to know something that they don't know how to do. You know, golden rule, do unto others as you would want. Well, they're going to do that. Everybody help each other. I don't know. It sounds silly. It sounds like cliche. Everybody love everybody. But yeah, it, it works. It's, it's not just like a, a third grade kind of don't beat up on them. Everybody love everybody. No, it, it freaking works. Uh, that responsibility. Everybody take a little more responsibility for yourself. Don't just throw trash out your window. Don't just expect somebody else to do something for you. No. If you need something done, get your happy ass up and go do it. So, I like that, man. That's what I would say. And I, you know, and Tim, I appreciate you giving me a platform to speak a bit. Hey, man, that's what I'm trying to do right now, you know. So yeah, man, that's hey, what's up. More power to you. Hey, right Keep back it out to there. you, man. Not many people from the industry are sharing what's happening in the industry in a real kind of way, and we need more of that. Well. I'm going to keep doing it, and I hope uh, other people can do it. I mean, fuck it, man. Make you a podcast. You got more yeah. knowledge than I do, to be honest. Oh, and you have more knowledge than I do. Uh, and I will agree. We each know different things. Yeah, man. In the meantime, though, yo, uh, fuck it. Make a podcast. Have me on it. I'll be the first guest. Nah. I don't give a shit. You know? I'll have to look into it. Yeah. I'm down. Cool, man. I'll look into it. And once again, thanks for taking on the conversation. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. I wish you guys a great day. Ryan, you take care, man. Get back at me Tim, later. You're the man. You're the man, too, man. All right. Take care, buddy. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Later, bro. Peace. Hello, world. Thank you again one more time for listening and being tuned in. I truly appreciate that. And if you've appreciated the podcast, by all means, go ahead. Throw five stars. On wherever you're listening, um, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, it's going to be appreciated, truly and sincerely. Um, With that being said, wish you a great day. You know, take care, people. Bye-bye.